0: Hello and welcome to Tortal Sisters, a book club podcast about the works by Tamara Pierce. I'm Risa. I'm Ariana. And we're the Tortal Sisters, which isn't how this intro goes, this but no, it doesn't matter. But to be fair, how does it really go? Like, um, it goes I, like that. I feel like <sighs> our lack of flavor. <laughs> I'm sorry, flavor. we have to save all of the time in this podcast for True. the synopsis, because otherwise we'll be here for days. True that, yo. <laughs> um, but if you guys would like to support Tamara Pierce, you can f- go support her over on Patreon.com/slash Tamara Pierce, and donating to her will uh, help her uh, keep the feral cat colony yeah. that she that she yeah watches. She I, I don't takes care of
1: uh, yeah, stewards. She... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am Lady Tamara, steward of the Catlands. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, now I have to, like, draw that later, right? <laughs> I <laughs> tweeted at her. I This doesn't make any sense to you, but here you go. <laughs> doesn't matter, she'd love it. She would. Um, so, what book did we read this last two months?
1: Well, <laughs> for the last couple of months we read an actually pretty short book, but, you know, whatever. Um, called... Street Magic, the second of the Circle Opens books. Yes. So did we like it? Oh my god, did I ever?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's a really it's good a one. It's 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 one where it's not all that big, and yet it's very involved and detailed, and oh my gosh, does does Tammy write this fucking city?
0: Does she go off or what? Ugh. Oh. Like honestly? God, it's so It's not like that detailed, really. It's just what is evoked is very yeah. strong. Yeah. So you like know this this place. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to start with the synopsis?
1: Oh yeah, sure. I guess that we are waiting for me cuz I'm 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 the odds this time around. Take her away, sister. I'll take her away. All right. So, no, I'm not going to do that voice. Um <laughs> Chapter one, in the ancient eastern city of Shimmer, we found, oh wait, we should probably figure out, Shimmer?
0: I've been calling it Chammer. Chammer? Yeah, that's what we used to say. We read it out loud. I could not remember for the
1: life of me how we read it out loud. I was like, I don't know, we'll find out. Um, Okay, (laughs) Chammer. So anyway, the ancient eastern city of Chammer, we find- Or, you know what? Let's just split the difference. Chammer. 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 Why not? Sounds good. (laughs) We find Briar Moss and his teacher, Dedicate Rosethorn, have paused their travels to help the people in this desert acropolis. Rosethorn is trying to help the farmers get a stable supply of crops and enrich the exhausted soil. Briar has, meanwhile, been helping the locals with medicine and preparing miniature trees for his sale. Briar arrives at the souk, or uh, marketplace, where the guards can easily spot him for a street kid, no matter how respectable he gets. Uh, they look for jail markings, but find he has covered his hands in living vine tattoos. See, he had decided to do so to cover up, uh, the two X marks that, but, uh, he didn't take into account that the plant-based dyes would play off his magic, and so now he's just got this, um, amazing living, uh, tattoo. And I love it. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things ever. Anyway. Pretty much. <laughs> In the souk, uh, Briar spies a glint of magic. He sees a young girl, who is my baby, um, polishing stones in a nearby stall. He asks her if she is bringing out the power in the stones or if she's putting a charm on them. She looks confused and then gets right the fuck out of there. Uh, (laughs) Because she's a stray cat. Because she's a stray cat. And I love her so much. She's a feral cat. (laughs) Yeah. Briar decides not to follow the girl as he is made aware she's a street kid and... He's sure she's skittish. Uh, A nearby vendor notes that if she is a mage, the guy who hires her will have to pay her more, and uh, the two have a loud conversation about the girl and her possible magic. This gets the attention of some gang members. Uh, Briar knows them as the Vipers, and one of them seems to follow him through the streets. He makes his way toward a group of camel guts, a gang with which he is friendly, uh, since he has healed them in the past, and the girls think he's dreamy. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> he alerts them to a viper in their territory, and they go to deal with it. Meme Dingzai, who is the girl from the from the, the souk, just so you guys know, um, is watching Briar, to whom she refers as the jade-eyed boy, um, because everything is rocks with her. Uh, yeah. so, rocks <laughs> or cats? Yeah, rocks and cats. Cat rocks. Um,
0: I mean, I love that. Well, yeah, cats and rocks, two very good things. They are. Um, I feel like that's actually something that a lot of people who like follow <laughs> us in general, like agree with us on. Right? Because Anytime I like find it, I'll take a picture of a cool rock and everyone will be like, yes, yes, 100%. <laughs> I show a cat. They're like more, please. Yes, okay, please. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, She's surprised uh,
1: he noticed the Viper and equally surprised to see him speak with the camel guts. But she figures it's none of her business. She plans to avoid him in the future because nobody cages her.
0: Yeah. I love
1: her so much. Uh, Elsewhere, a rich woman named Lady Zenadia Doa Atena.
0: Uh, I may just refer to her as Lady Z from here on. I do. I I refer to her as The Lady or Lady Zenadia. Never anything else because she's Lady Zenadia, and I feel like that would be, I would- (laughs) I, <laughs> um, just so we're clear, she is
1: um, absolutely gorgeous, um, terrifying, and rich. So,
0: you know, that's that's really the rundown on Lady Z. Um, Con- t- consider her entire vibe is that of Sigourney Weaver in holes <laughs> with her having just uh, used her rattleskin venom nail polish mm-hmm. to fuck a guy up. like. Yes. That is Ladies Nadia. Constantly, yes. absolutely. fucking Um.
1: So anyway, this lady. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I just realized that. We kept stopping in the middle of a sentence. Uh, she meets with some beaten vipers and speaks with their gang leader, Ikram Fajai. Uh, she doesn't care about the foreign mage, but she's very interested in a young stone mage. She's really pleased to hear Evie is young and a street kid. A stone mage is very valuable in shimmer, And... Oops, sorry, Lady Z
0: knows
1: she can easily mold an orphan. Uh, stone mage would put the viper gang on the map and mean more power for her. She orders Ikram to bring her the girl ASAP.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Chapter two. Briar returns to the house he and Rosethorn, uh, who's already been introduced, but I'm going to say it again. Um, Rosethorn, Earth Dedicate, Great Mage, and Briar's mom, <laughs> I mean teacher, um, where they're currently living. Uh, you already talked about the farms. Um I mean yeah to be fair they like mention it and then she actually goes into yeah. detail. So yeah, just why are they tired? Yeah. Go for it. They're, you know, she's saying that um the dirt is tired after we worked for 12 centuries. Yeah. Um and it literally makes her cry a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> she sheds a tear about how tired everything is. It's which
1: like, god damn it, Shimmer, you made Rosethorn cry. This
0: is unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. Um but She's helping them as much as she can by, so they are using new world seeds, meaning uh, it's corn and beans, <laughs> uh, which are things that can, beans specifically, help um, with the nitrogen in the soil. Yes. Um, that's just actual facts. Um, Gotta love a woman who does her research. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Rose Thorn is like, Taking the seeds she has, planting them, and making them go through rapid like, growth stages so she can basically continue harvesting seeds. Infinite seeds is what I'm getting here. Just infinite seeds, and she's making them strong. Um, it's like, you god know. damn. She, she, she's, just, she's doing that pretty much the entire book, just so we're clear. Literally, yeah. She's she's off doing shit. She's, you know? And she figures Briar's got it on his own. And you know what? He does. <laughs> he does. She's like, I am a supporting role in your life. I don't need to be center stage right now. (laughs) I'm not your mother. (laughs) Liar. Briar tells Rosethorn about Evie, and she tells him that if he can't find stone mage to teach her, though she says stone mages are common, so there should should be one around, uh, he will have to teach her instead. When he says he can't teach her, Rosethorn drops the bomb that she would be the one to enforce the mage counselor's punishments if he refuses. Shuts (laughs) him right up. (laughs) Like... He's like, okay, yeah, have them come and get me, totally. Uh, and then she's like, the nearest mage council member is me. <laughs> and he's like, he looks at her and he can see the affection she's always held for them, still in her eyes, but an iron will about <laughs> <laughs> Apparently more, this is another book that I have partially memorized, and I don't yeah. know why.
1: Yeah, no, I get it.
0: <laughs> uh, but... um. Briar admits defeat and goes off to find out about Stone Mages, and he thinks about how he has to find a way to talk to Evie. I used about, like, five times in one sentence, I swear. Um, Evie wakes up to her cats at dawn and decides to go to the market in the morning to avoid Briar, which uh, is, you know, his plan was like, I'll go in the afternoon because she'll think he was right. Bam. (laughs) Bam. Uh, the merchant pays her five times what he usually does since it's poor manners to underpay a mage Uh, she is so distracted that she doesn't see Briar pop out to talk to her he (laughs) went early to get there before her (laughs) to just lie in wait (laughs) hey she takes off at a run Briar thinking fast throws out a vine of his power to attach it to Evie so he can't lose her which is you know what Sandry did in the last book but with thread (laughs) 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 um Following his magic vine, he tracks Evie around the city, over the rooftops and through the streets. Um, but when he sees she's headed for the old town uh, in the cliffs, because half of the city is built into cliffs, if we didn't already mention that. We did It's a whole thing. Uh, which is amazing, um, because honestly, it's one of my favorite parts about this city. Yeah. So... Uh, the old town of Chimu has was built into the rock face itself, like the Pueblo's, yeah, um, in the Southwest in America. That's what I was seeing in my brain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, largely, um, yeah, yeah. But I, it's lots of places around the world did that. But that's yeah. what was in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's like, "Oh, nothing can make me go in there." Um, <laughs> so he's like, "It's fine. I'll be able to find her." Um he also knows he can't keep up in the in the tunnels mm-hmm. like trying to chase after a local <laughs> <laughs> it's like nope mm- mm once she sees that he stopped following her, Evie decides to follow Briar instead. Uh, she assesses him and decides that he has fancy clothes on and is definitely a mage. Um, she follows him all the way back home and uh, watches as he, like, talks to all of the plants. Every single plant he passes wants his attention. And they like, I fucking love this. Love it's it. amazing. Oh, it's just that, that power is just so good to me. It his is. He's so got friends good. everywhere and they're always so excited to see him like they puppies. Are... They're They're- <sighs> Yeah. Um so she's like, hmm, yeah, no, definitely a mage. Um, <laughs> and so then she just watches his house. Uh, some of the members of the gang known as the Vipers, which Ariana already told you about, <laughs> uh, followed Evie, while she followed Briar after he after he was following Evie. It Everybody's following everybody in this fucking book. <laughs> This, this is isn't cyclical. even the only time that happens. But what I know, right? <laughs> the Vipers decide they want Evie so she can find the valuables for them. Well, Ikram talks the others around is pretty much what happens there. But they decide not to try and take her there. Smart. Um, Briar realized he was being followed while heading back to his place and is very smug about bringing Evie to him. <laughs> He's like, yep, there she is. I saw her. <laughs> oh, I got the cat's interest. Um, yep. And literally... As he's walking in, he sees someone feeding a stray cat, and he's like, oh, all
1: right. I know what I gotta do. I know what uh, I gotta do. Chapter three. Briar gets home, and before he sits down to eat the rose thorn, he grabs a bunch of food to place on the roof in an effort to bring Evie to him. A plant is instructed to alert him when someone arrives, so the vine follows him through the house so it can tell him. It's really just, it's happy to be there. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm just happy to be here. (laughs) It like, it hangs on him. It's like, hey man, what's up? (laughs) Um,. he tells Rosethorn about everything, and she doesn't react. Instead, she leaves to tend to her important work while Briar argues with his plants until the vine taps him. Just so we're clear, there is a lot of- I I, I personally cut most of it out, but he's doing a lot of arguing with this particular, especially this one larch. The, the, this, this, these miniature trees that he's trying to get them to be shaped in just the right way so that the, yeah. they draw in certain types of energy. And, and he's, he's like,
0: this one fig won't do that!
1: <laughs> and currently- He's just like, look, we can do it your way or we can do it my way, but we're gonna do it, <laughs> and I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, oh, but the, the the vine lets him know when um, he has company. Uh, Evie sneaks over to the roof where the food is as ugh. Evie sneaks over to the roof where the food is as carefully as possible and begins to gather food in a cloth while also eating some right there. Uh, Thanks to Sandry's magic fabric, Evie doesn't notice uh, Briar approaching until they lock eyes. He honestly treats her the way you would when, or you should rather, when befriending a stray cat. He shows her his hands so she knows he isn't coming at her with anything, then gently, in shimmer, speaks gently to her, sorry, uh, (laughs) and sits himself down as far from her as he can. He's like, see, I'm seated, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not coming at you, we are golden girl um (laughs) (laughs) she assesses him again and considers what he says about her having to know on some level that she has magic all the while putting every last bit of food in her cloth bundle she admits to herself that she does have feelings about stones that others don't but decides that while he is a mage he's just a boy and doesn't know what he's talking about she starts to take off and he tells her she can't go on the way she has been and then he promises to have more food if she comes back tomorrow (laughs) very very cute Thorne, it turns out, was at the door for the exchange. She notes that Evie was even more feral than Briar was, adding that Briar at least interacted with his gang. Briar insists that, insists that she must be ganged up because there's no other way for a kid to survive. And I said page 51. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you manage without a gang now, argued Rosethorn. Thorne. <laughs> I'm a mage now, he pointed out. Besides, I have a gang. If the girls aren't my mates, who is? And you, Lark, and Nico and Frostpine, Crane, that's my gang, he explained, naming the adults who had taught him and his foster sisters a winding circle. So what's symbol No, Rose Thorn said, cutting herself off. I'm not going to encourage you in thinking like that. <laughs> it would be a
0: circle. It would be a circle. That's what that's what their gang side would be. Yes. Well, I don't I don't understand why she's asking that question. She pretends she doesn't know.
1: Um, Briar tells her that the only stone mage in town is a man named Jebelu Stoneslicer, a mage at the palace, and resolves to talk to him about teaching Ebby. Read page 52. I should have just kept it open. Yeah, probably. You know... Oh. (laughs) Um, uh, So uh, Rosethorn tells him to take one of the um, horses... To, uh, to to go see him, because it'll take him for other, ever otherwise. Uh, he says, Thanks, Rose Thorn." He walked by her, then stopped. Not sure why he did so, he turned back, then kissed her lightly on the cheek. Oh, stop that, she said irritably, as he'd known she would. People will start to think I'd like you if you pull that kind of nonsense. Briar grinned. They already know you do, he said reasonably. I'm still alive after years in your company. He walked away before she could think of a cutting reply. <sighs> so many good moments in this book. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Evie is on her way home when she's approached by a group of vipers. Uh, she panics and throws some loose gravel at her would-be captors, shouting, Do something! Um, and... (laughs) (laughs) She's just like, Do something! (laughs) I love her so much. Um, you know, Evie... (laughs) (laughs) Since she she doesn't know how to scale her power The gravel heats up uh, Until there is blinding light coming from the bits It it burns the faces of those it touches Unfortunately, Evie gets blinded as well So she feels her way to a friendly stall So she can heal Briar On his way to uh, the Stone Mage's house, feels Evie's fear and goes to find her. She tells him what happened and he treats her ailments. She claims Briar ruined her life, but Briar reminds her magic did that, and it ruined his for a time too. Uh, he expresses concern and she tells him that she can't pay for lessons and he needs to and she needs to go home to feed her cats, so he might as well just leave her alone. He tells her, one, you don't pay for lessons because it's a mage's responsibility to train others, and two, he can't be her teacher because golly gee, he's just a plant mage. <laughs> uh, he tells her to get cleaned up and meet him in the morning, at which point he will provide her with clean slash nice clothes and they will go to Jebelu Stoneslicer to ask that he teach her. She reluctantly agrees and goes to leave, but stops to finally ask Briar his name. He's cute. Oh, I love them so much. I love, yeah, Okay.
0: As Briar approaches his home, he is approached by some Camelguts members. Uh, They ask him to come help. Uh, One of their members is unconscious after being hit on the head by a rival gang member. When Briar arrives, he sees that it is too late. The boy's head has been dented in and there was blood bleeding inside his skull. The boy soon dies. As Briar places coins on the dead boy's eyes, more injured Camelguts members arrive, saying that they were attacked by the Vipers. After helping heal several members, Briar ascertains that the Vipers have blackjacks, um, which is a weapon. By the way, <laughs> I, it's it's like a weighted uh, a a weighted baton, right? Yeah, kind of like a billy club. Okay, um, right. And the Camel Guts decide that it was their sponsor who bought them for the new gang. Briar patches the gang members up the best he can, and after trying to tell them to go to the temple to get healed fully, he leaves. Ikram and the Vipers who tried to escape Evie are brought for Lady Zenadia to explain the situation with the capture and st- also with the progress of the ca- on the Camel Guts. After congratulating Ikram on the progress with the other gang, she sends all but one viper, Sajiv, uh, who had his nose ring ripped out by camel guts in, like, the first chapter. <laughs> he's he's already failed her twice. This yeah. is an issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lady scolds Sajiv and has him killed by her uh, her mute, uh, who comes up behind him with a silk cord and strangles him. Uh, when the boy is dead, Lady's Nadia tells uh The mute, also the eunuch, as he's referred to as both, um, to dispose of the corpse and to change out the tiles where the body had dropped. Um, Because she specifically tells us about um, the boy shitting himself (laughs) as he dies. Thanks, Tammy. (laughs) Things that just stick in my brain since I was 12. (laughs) (laughs) Tammy's just like, guys, this place, this place is rough. You gotta know. Pleasantly surprised that Evie showed up the next morning bathed and everything, Briar gives her new clothes to wear. This moment is so cute because Briar's dressing her and being like, thank god my sister's taught me this shit. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Before she could protest, he had a linen napkin tucked firmly into the tunic. You'll spill, he said firmly when she squeaked. I'd, as soon as you didn't do it on clean clothes, if it's all the same. A stifled noise from the hall made him turn. Rosethorn, leaving for her next farmer's meeting, leaned against the door's frame. Her face was crimson from the effort it took to hold in sounds. She had stuffed her arm into her mouth to smother them. When he glared at her, she uncorked her mouth and straightened her sleeve. What's so funny? Briar demanded crossly. You, Rosethorn said, snorting, teaching table manners. You! She gasped and said, please. Well, let me interrupt. I'll see you tonight. <laughs> Cackling, she left the house. So good. Uh, I love it. Uh, um, when Briar tells Evie that they're going to the palace to see the emir's personal stone mage, uh, she rebels. She becomes very much like Ariana as a kid, and it's hilarious. Um, this is why we always say Ariana would be an earthbender. <laughs> earthbender, stone mage. You know... It's, it's just like a, no, I won't be doing that. No, thank you. It's like, no, you, you, have, you have to do that. No, it's it's not happening. I, I don't understand where in this situation you think that that's a possibility, because I'm saying no. Um. The one that always comes to mind when I think about that sort of thing is, is
1: when uh, my fifth grade teacher wanted me to um, apologize to someone. And he made me go run laps. And when I came back, he's like, okay, now apologize. And I was like, I can't do that. He's like... Why not? Because I don't mean it.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, while Evie protests and says that Briar should teach her, a Camel guts member pounds on the door and asks Briar to come help them again. Briar puts his mage pants on, figuratively speaking, and grabs everything he needs to go help. What's all this for? And why are you letting some camel Gut order you around? Evie wanted to know. Because I can help. And they won't get anyone who can help better, retorted Briar. Hmm. I... My I baby. adore Briar's um, entire worldview on as a mage who was very lucky to have been rescued. Mm-hmm. He sees it as his duty to treat everyone else like he was treated. Yeah. He wants to help every single person he can, even if he's not going to do much. Anything is better than nothing. Yeah. And that's like a worldview to live by, really. Just leave leave it better than you found it. <laughs> um, after grabbing everything he needs, Briar takes Evie with him to uh, the Camelgut's den for some <clears throat> healing.
1: Nope, not going to sing that. Um, chapter five. The camel guts den is in chaos, so Briar puts on a stern voice and takes control. He sends Evie and able-bodied gang members to get things he needs to treat everyone. He asks Evie if she could try to make stone light up, like a lamp, and to his surprise she does it no problem. Uh, Time for the Circle Babies to get a taste of how their teachers felt. Because he's just like, I, what, every, everybody I've ever known it takes forever to try that and she just went, oh that's not, oh, oh that, and touches it and he's like,
0: Okay, cool. Anyway. um, I mean, to be fair, it's hard because Triss's magic with rocks is not the same thing as Evie's (laughs) magic with rocks. Because Triss is connected to rocks and stone in the way that they are magma within the Earth's core. That's how she, like, all of that. She She is magic with the stones that are in faults. She's, she's, that's, that's her magic like that yeah she she, so it's no wonder she just doesn't have the scale her scale is so big so trying to put lightning inside of a little rock yeah like what are you in the grand scheme of things little Mm. rock (laughs) i'm sorry
1: (laughs) yeah fuck you little rock no (laughs) whereas evie's like hey look it's this little rock it's my friend hey little rock would you like to be lit ooh, that's lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I don't want to be alive anymore. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna keep reading. Um, she admits uh, she went home the night before and decided to practice to see what she could do. He asked her to heat some rocks as well to keep the injured from getting cold and stiff. And she's like, I need any different rocks. He's like, don't don't tell me just go go do it. <laughs> He's just Every, every, you. every bit Rose Thorn at this point. Um, yes. Evie returns with the kind of rocks she needs for heating and gets to work. She apologizes that they won't stay warm forever, but is surprised when Briar thanks her for her good work. Legit, this is the moment Allie Cat Evie decides Briar is okay. Like, she, she she was giving him a chance because um, he'd given her space and then he'd helped her in the market and everything like that. But now she's like, wait, not only did he admit that I was helping, but he thanked me for it.
0: Like, not only did he not kick me, but he also gave me head pats. (laughs) Like, what?
1: This is crazy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so it literally just takes him being kind and polite. He messes it up by talking about her being trained up at the palace, though. Um, Evie refuses to go to the palace because she knows that no one in the city looks out for the poor or the children. She is terrified of being jailed or worse, sold as a slave. She accidentally admits she has been sold, which just about kills Briar. Uh, He's very upset by this fact. Um, But he doesn't have pity in his eyes, she notes. He has... He he's pained. He's sad for her. He's not, he doesn't, like, he's not I feel sorry for yeah. her. Yeah. It's, it's empathy, not not sympathy. Um, yeah. But anyway, she, she tells him that she got away and broke her slave collar with a rock, which she now realizes was probably because of her magic. <laughs> I don't know why I said read that page, but I'm going to skip it, because that's not necessary. <laughs> um, Briar insists that Evie must have a gang of friends, or gang or friends. Well, you know what? Hold on. What is page 90? Because now I want to make sure. <laughs> Oh, so something I didn't, um, note, <laughs> but I'll talk about now, is all through this, uh, Evie keeps noticing, um, the girls flirting with Briar and him, like, both buying into it and then just, like, like, um, okay, fine. So some girl was just, like, uh, flirting with him big time. Ayasha, she's got beautiful, she's got dimples, dimples. and oh my gosh, she's so cute, and she, she's just like, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Payhan, which is what they call the mages. Me, yeah. uh, I'm Ayasha, if you have any more wisdom to share. She got up and walked over to a group of camel guts huddled in the corner. Briar looked at Evie, who was shaking her head. What? he demanded. "You, You want a cloth to wipe the drool off your chin? Evie asked wickedly. Briar insists that Evie must have a gang, or friends, or some of some sort to watch her back, and she denies it. He tries to tell her that the vipers wouldn't have tried to grab her if she had a gang, which might be a compelling argument if they weren't in the den of a gang that was attacked and some of them killed by vipers. Uh, The camel guts (laughs) begin debating if they should take the vipers' offer to join them. Briar is disgusted by their decision and leaves irritably with Evie in tow. Meanwhile, Ikram waits for Lady Z at her home, and we get a bit of backstory. He remembers when he met Lady Z because he and the others had mistaken the the emir's aunt, uh, which I'm just realizing we haven't said what an emir is. That is the leader of of the area. He's basically king in all all but name um, because they're so far away from the uh, kingdom's capital.
0: Um, Hajra. Yeah. Uh, Which is where uh, Briar is from. Yeah. Yeah. He's from So tapped in Hajra. Yep, and he's he's technically never allowed back in there. (laughs) Yay,
1: banished.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: so anyway, they mistook the emir's aunt for an overpriced prostitute. Um, They had attempted to rob her, but met her bodyguard instead. The the mute Um, Ikram had cried for her to kill him good and quick, which had impressed the lady. Lady Z had listened to him talk about the gang, his life, his disastrous relationship with a sister of another gang leader. Um, Eventually, she confessed she was bored with her life, her hobbies, her children, and grandchildren. She wanted something else. She gave the Vipers the nose rings, which would become their brand, and funded her gang with weapons. uh, With weapons. (laughs) Ikram would report to her and expected her to get bored with them as well, but he she just seemed more enthralled and invested in their wins and losses now in the room ikram notices the lady has had her tiles changed from blue to red hmm. uh lady z comes in and we see ikram revere her like an ill-tempered goddess uh, he tells her about the camel gets joining them and she is pleased as he and she is pleased as is she pleased to hear about the co- a couple of them dying before coming around it's like jesus christ um she reminds him they will have to prove themselves, but benevolently offers to have a healer come see to the camel guts. Ikram tells her that that is necessary because a foreign mage already saw to them. Lady Z goes still. I like to think she's boiling over with anger. Uh, she regains herself to give Ikram a new, no- new nose rings for the newbies, and some nicer gold nose rings for the tried and true vipers. He leaves with orders to take out the gate lords, despite his better judgement.
0: Gate lords are like the big <clears throat> fancy gang. They are the Mega richest gang. gang
1: uh, as Evie later says, but I didn't quote it. Uh, that's that's the gang you want to join. They're they're the most successful, the most taken care of, they're they're fucking they are solid. Um but anyway, he, he 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 tells her, no, I don't think that's that wouldn't that's not it's not a good time. He tries really hard to say it as diplomatically as possible. Um she's just like no, we're gonna do it. Uh, anyway, he decides to ask if she knows where Sajiv is, and she all but tells him that the boy is dead. Um, she just kind of gives a, a weird little speech about weakness and shit like that, and he's like, okay, uh, all right. She gives him some coin to treat the troops to a feast, and Ikram decides to leave before he presses his luck too far.
0: Yeah. Chapter six is the shortest chapter in the book. <laughs> Love this for me. After leaving the camel gets den, Briar and Evie go get cleaned up. Briar convinces Abby to meet Stone Slicer, but only if he, it isn't at the palace. He buys her some new clothes and promises to get Stone Slicer to meet her elsewhere. Briar's hit with homesickness mm-hmm. so vivid that it makes me homesick. Yeah. Like, it is such... And it's like, what am I homesick for? I'm homesick for the simpler times. <laughs> and that's like, he's specifically going like, You know, I miss being able to tell my worries to Sandry. I miss (laughs) being... It's just, like, all of these things. And it's just so, like... (laughs) Um, But Briar found out that Evie was an escaped slave. Um, But he finds out that her family are the ones who sold her when she was six. He tells her his whole story from being a street rat to being found out to be a mage, slipping with his foster sisters. Once back home, he tells Rosethorn about the day, and she understands Evie's reticence reticence to going to the palace. She tells Briar to talk to Stoneslicer on his own first, and tells Evie to arrive at noon the next day, and they discuss it all. Um, And once Rosethorn tells you something, you do it. (laughs) It's true. Um, Evie contemplates her situation on her way home, and is so lost in thought that she doesn't notice the viper tailing her. (gasps) Bum, 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 bum! bum, bum. (laughs) <laughs> <clears throat> Chapter seven. See that was
1: quick. Uh, the next day, Briar heads to Mage Stone Slicer's house. Uh, although it is worth noting that um, first uh, he he does tell uh, Rose Thorn, "Hey, if Evie gets here before I return, please be nice to her." She's like, "I will, I will treat her like I'm her. I will be as sweet as her own mother." And He's like, "Oh, oh, don't do that. She sold, she, she sold her into slavery." Let's not. Anyway, it's delightful. Um, <laughs> delightful in that sad, depressing way. Anyway, yeah, um, just that. So he goes to Mage Stone Slicer's house, uh, To having to bribe guards along the way to let him pass, let him keep passing through the rich neighborhoods. He finally gets to the Mage's Palace of a Home, and I, for one, totally understand Evie's anxiety about having to go there. Everything is too much. It's It just is. Uh, Briar meets a privileged, gouty chunk of a man who sniffs down his nose at him. Jebelu, this is Jebelu, by the way, uh, refuses to believe Briar is a mage, so he shows the man the and the reader that he has a medallion, which proves he and his sisters are mages of Winding Circle Temple. Um, so now you guys have to remember retro, retroactively, Sandry has that around her the entire
0: time. Yeah, she just doesn't have to use it. Yeah, she doesn't have to use it. She's like... <laughs> Um, She's Sandrine Fatorin. She does not need a mage medallion for people to take her seriously. <laughs> she is the 14 year old who is running Emmeline right now. Yes. And I love it. Um,
1: rather than be impressed, Jedlu says that the standards have been lowered since he was a student. Uh, Briar keeps his, chen- his temper in check, reminding himself that Evie needs a teacher. <laughs> He's like counting to 50 mm. in his head. He does so good. I'm so proud of him. He waits until the very end to lose his shit. Um, and he deserves it. And he he earned that shit. He um, earns it. Jebelu is just garbage. He insists he can't be distracted by a student. And Briar pushes that he has to because he's the only stone mage around. Jebelu is well aware he is. And Briar realizes that the man had gotten rid of the other, any other stone mages in his territory. Uh, Jebelu continues to belittle a girl he's never met, and uh, this man, I don't, this man don't even know how close he comes to uh, death. Like, he is so lucky Briar made one final plea for him to reconsider, realizing that Rosethorn might enjoy coming out here and ripping Stone Slicer a new one. And the man offers to give him money to set Evie up and said she'd better not spend it on drugs or gambling, because that's all the money he's she's getting from him. And uh, Briar is so upset by the insinuation that he leaves without the money and kind of curses himself later, but he's like, what? And as I wrote, Roach didn't remember money. Who is he? It's almost like he's got priorities. Uh, Briar arrives home, only to realize there is a girl on the roof across the way, watching his house. He sneaks up on her to find she is a viper. She briefly tries to intimidate and then fight him, but Briar recognizes and weaponizes the girl's allergy to some nearby roses. Uh, this part honestly legitimately hurts my face.
0: Um. Yeah, it's like what my face feels like right now. Yeah.
1: Um. He sees some burns on her face, and he realizes that she's one of the vipers who tried to nab Evie the other day. Um, he interrogates her and tries to find out why they were after Evie. She admits that the gang's wealthy benefactor wants Evie to make the gang and themselves more pop- powerful. More popular. Um. Popular. <laughs> Briar popular. responds that where he's from, gangs show recruits that what is to be gained from joining. Um, And she says some nasty shit about, um, Evie and, uh, promptly gets her throat closed up. Um, but it's okay. He, he, he helps her too. Um, that said, he doesn't want them going after Evie anymore. He tells her that if they do, they will regret it and then returns home, leaving her a sneezing mess on the roof.
0: Yeah. The chapter starts with an incredibly cute scene of Rosethorn, Evie, and Briar eating lunch, and I just love them all so very much. Uh, Briar tells Rosethorn about Stone Slicer's dismissal of the mage council, and after lunch she decides she'll go talk to him. She tells Briar to teach Evie to meditate while she's gone. After a bit of trying to teach Evie how to meditate, Briar frustratedly tells her to be quiet, like stone. She takes this too seriously, and kind of becomes stone. Uh, Briar brings her around with some asafoetida, which, in my opinion, asafoetida doesn't smell bad. I like the smell of it. <laughs> uh, but I know that a lot of people think it smells like ass. Um, <laughs> But it, it, it tastes very good in curries. Okay. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He, so he wakes her up with it because it smells so nasty, she says. (sighs) Um, And then he helps her meditate again and uses something on her eyelids so she can see her own magic. (laughs) Sometime I'll ask you what, (laughs) and then sometime I'll ask you what you want. This isn't that time, Briar retorted. Then he bit his lip. I open my mouth and Rosethorn pops out, he thought ruefully. Next thing you know, I'll threaten to hang her in the well.
1: <laughs> oh, so good. Um, he gets an
0: I'm turning into my mother moment. Exactly. Um, in another scene. Uh, after <laughs> hearing what Orlana, the she was the one who was had the sneezing fit. Had the sneezing fit, just in case anyone forgot. Um, Orlana Uh. Phew, after hearing what Orlana had to say about her encounter with Briar and the Giant Roses, Lady Zenadia um accuses her of just being on drugs and then has her killed by her mute. Uh, she tells her Armsmaster to find out about Briar. Armsmaster is severely underused. Seriously. He shows up just a couple times, and I feel like he should have a bigger presence, but I don't know. He's um, in the shadows, I guess. That's he's just he is, yeah, I I see him as I like think- a
1: character we don't ever actually see. He's just like in a shadow. And then he like
0: backs away. She then tells her armsmaster to find out about Briar and decides uh, to court him for Evie. Uh, Zanadia then sends for Ikram. Ikram shows up with two black eyes and tells her that it was from the Gate Lords gang. Because um, there are just reminder about the Gate Lords. We got this is there are three so many gangs, gangs, you guys. <laughs> They caught him with their- it, I used Tescu just because I was going- Their gang that's leader. The gang leader. The gang leader. Um, so they caught him with the gang leader's sister and beat him up for it. Uh, and the other gang leader said uh, he'd geld him next time. Um, whew. Well, uh, Lady Zanadia tells him that they must deal with the gate lords now since they disrespected her by beating him. I don't know. This lady is lost in the sauce. Uh, the sauce being gang wars, I guess. Um, she's you know? just, she is high on the death of children. Mm. So good. Poor children who, you know, she gets, she's like, wow, fantastic. I get all of the, the highs of being in a gang war with none of the lows of dying in said gang war. Yeah. She's just having a good double time. Uh, chapter nine.
1: <laughs> the next day, Briar is at Golden House, one of the nicer souks, and he is exhausted from working late with Evie. On the plus side, Jebelu is expected to come meet Evie at Golden House because Rosethorn, to no one but Evie's surprise, ripped him a new one. Uh, Briar is glad because he feels he failed as Evie's teacher last that night. Uh, he's in the middle of an imaginary argument with Sandry about his aptitude for teaching uh, by Evie's arrival. <laughs> I meant to say he's interrupted but I yeah. fucked it up. Um, nothing much happens, but I love the interaction, so I'm a rundown. Evie expresses absolute awe over how fierce Rosethorn is. Valid. Uh, she bickers with Briar about gangs, and just kind of feels like one of his sisters. Uh, yeah. She also admits she has realized that the caves she lives in have kept her hidden from unwanted visitors, and which is fun. Um, after Briar sends Evie to get some breakfast, because the kid needs to be fed, damn it, Uh, Lady Z approaches his booth with her body, her huge bodyguard. She flatters Briar and asks questions about his magic, being such a young mage, and his wares behind Lady Z. Evie returns with Maya and and Dona, which uh, is one of the girls that we've been dealing with a lot of the camel guts, um, now donning their viper nose rings. Um, the older girls quickly take off, and Evie cautiously approaches the booth. She is leapt on by Lady Z, who tries to flatter her and offers to take her as as her charge. She almost immediately mentions money and Briar realizes this woman thinks she can buy the little girl she ha- he hasn't realized is his little sister. Um, Briar quickly steps in and tells Lady Z that Evie is going to train with Jebelu and Evie politely declines as well. Uh, Briar is very proud of her because proud because his little street kid wasn't even tempted by the money she was offered. Lady Z isn't offended, but makes clear the offer stands. She also indicates that she wants Evie to come with Briar when he delivers her treat.
0: Briar scolds Evie for walking around with vipers, and she argues that Mai and Dona are the same people as they were when they were camel guts, which exasperate, exasper, exasperates him. I can't speak. Um. Evie tells him that Lady Zenadia is their sponsor, and it makes him think. Uh, as Briar and Evie are t- talking, Stone Stoneslicer arrives at their stall. Stoneslicer tests Evie's magic by having her put her power into different stones. When she shatters a diamond he gives her to heat up, it dawns on Briar that she's stronger than Stone Stoneslicer, and Stoneslicer knows it. Mm-hmm. Stoneslicer tells Evie to get her things. He will house her himself, but she declines forcefully. Um... <laughs> After Evie cuts him to shreds with her words, uh, Stone Slicer storms off, telling Briar to make sure that Rosethorn knows that he tried. Tell that female I tried to do my duty. It's like, oh, dude. Oh. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah. Briar decides that he can at least teach Evie how to meditate, read, write, do math, and then they can find her a stone mage once they leave Chimmer? Uh, as, they're okay. out, <laughs> as they're sorting out as they're sorting out moving Evie in and her many cats two gate lords show up and demand to know where their gang leader is he was talking to the vipers evie was with and then disappeared the gate lords threaten him but briar pulls a knife on one of them and has his trees trap the other one because his miniature trees are like yes finally i get to not be miniature um so he can use them to to capture which is fun um <laughs> They scamper off when Briar releases them. Um, ah, okay. Um, trees let go, the, 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 the both of them look back at their shoulders. Are you happy? Evie demanded, her lips trembling. This is what happens with gangs. You don't have to belong to one. Just be in the way when they get a notion into their heads. And if you do belong, it's worse. He would have told her that she was wrong, but he knew she wasn't. He remembered the times he and his mates would charge through a market, overturning baskets, scaring donkeys. Um, he thought it was funny. It didn't seem amusing just now. You don't understand, he replied at last. You're gang's who you have when you don't have anyone else. <laughs> for you, maybe. For me, it's one more pack of wild dogs looking to tear me apart. Mm. Abby brushed away something that looked uncomfortably like a tear and smoothed her blouse again. Mm. Rather than defend it, knowing he couldn't, Ryer went for food. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. As they are leaving the market in the afternoon, a disguised uh, May asks them to walk her back. She says the Gatelords killed Donna um, and uh, would kill her next. She then totally calls Lady Zanadia a. Like, she legit says, and she calls her a word that made Evie gasp. (laughs) May reveals that she and uh, Donna lured the Gatelords' gang leader away for Ikram to grab. Evie drives her anti-gang points home to Briar, who finally relents as Mae runs off to tell the others so that they can get blood for blood. Just, you
1: know, blurring
0: <sighs> jack shit. Yeah. Um, as they return home, Bri- Briar remembers he will have to tell Roselorn that they'll be keeping Evie and her cats. Uh, He starts to form a plan of attack, but is immediately stopped by Rosethorn coming in and telling him all of the arrangements. She brings them books on stone magic, says she cleaned out the front room for Evie, and says that the cats can do their business in the backyard, and tells her to start with chores. Briar accepts his fate of being ganged up on by them both.
1: (laughs) Yay. and thus starts the domestic life that I'm so here for. Um, Chapter 11. Evie brings briar to her dwelling with baskets to convey her cats and briar sees firsthand how the poor live in Prince's Heights which is what the the old town area is called sorry um she says goodbye to her friend Q- 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 Qinling, who is Q- an
0: Ching Chinling Qinling? i mean if it's QIN but like in Chinese it's that would be Chin okay. so Chinling Chinling uh, who is an old lady from her home province and uh, giving uh
1: Qinling food because this sweet fearful child takes care of those she finds worth it. I just I had to include her because it was just like that's literally her only connection to she she's not only um a poor uh orphan in the streets of a place that does not care about the poor and 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 you know downright hates them. She's also visibly a foreigner. Yeah. Like it's it's and that's, so this this woman has been her one connection cause she'll, she'll speak, um, I totally or just-
0: in Yanjing.
1: Yeah, not, that's not the language, but yes, yes. She speaks to her
0: in that. Um, the dialect dialect of Yanjing specific yeah. to that province. Yeah. <laughs> um, Evie is a little afraid that Briar
1: will change his mind when they get to her dwelling and he sees the vast number of kitties she has.
0: Um, 11, it's
1: 11 cats. 11 kitties.
0: Uh, or by the end, um, it, it might only be 11 by the end. Oh, I doubt it. There's a bunch of them here. Yeah. Um, she, she,
1: she's telling him about, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, the cats, um, gang up on rats that they don't let, they let the rats in, get in, then jump them. She bent to scratch the nearest cat's chin. They're good friends to me. Her lower lip trembled. I don't want to leave them. Girls always fussing. Briar said, leave it to me. I just, I love him so much. Anyway, um, so Briar sets to getting the cats in the baskets and sleep using some catnip and a hint of magic, uh, while Evie removes the stones she has embedded in her stone walls. Like, this child is willful, willfully ignorant of her magic. It's like, she was able to sink stones into hard cave walls. She's like, you know? She's just like, I, I don't know. I just thought it was like wet or something. <laughs> it's like, what? Anyway um briar tells her to hurry because he needs to go to he needs to get late get to lady z's with her tree uh evie got asked to go with and briar firmly says no he is worried she would just decide to keep evie and or give her to the vipers and evie's like oh so now you don't want me being with the vipers and he's like probably um <laughs> So Briar shows up to Lady Z's and sees her thriving garden. He asks the plants what they are fed, and they can only reply, good food. Hmm. As he sets up the tree in its new home, Lady Z shows up and asks where Evie is. Like, zero chill on this woman. Uh, she has Jebelu, or Jubahuba, if you ask Evie, um, and intends to have him teach Evie magic while uh, she's living with her. Briar loses the pa- the patented moss charm and is like, look, She's going with me. My teacher and I will take care of her. And we're going to take her to visit her home in Yanjing. I'm not forcing her to live with you. (laughs) He's just like, "If, if, if you buying this plant was meant to sweeten the deal, I will take the plant and let you keep your money. And she's just like... She, she, she loses her chill, just so we're clear. Lady Z is super pissed and actually starts to lose her cool. Uh, Briar leaves, polite, and in but in no way friendly. Uh, he asks the plants again what they're fed, but they don't know how to express what it is.
0: As Briar is leaving Lady Nadia's house, he spots some vipers waiting around, uh, one of which is the dimpled girl, Ayasha, who flirted with him before. He scolds them. Uh, he does a lot of scolding in this book, to yeah. be honest. Um, about acting like a real gang, but Basically, Ikram takes offense. the girls aren't around to scold people, so he's having to do it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Sorry. <laughs> um, He scolds them about acting like a real gang, Um, but Ikram takes offense and attacks him. It takes the other two vipers to pry Ikram off, even though Ikram had... Uh, Briar had his knives into the gang leader's sides. To the place where Ikram, like... G- Touches his fingers to his wounds and then licks the blood off his yeah. fingers to try and like intimidate Like a weird. In- <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? Um, yeah. Whew. As Briar leaves, he is too deep in thought to realize he's being followed by the watch. No. <laughs> of course he is. They approach him and tell him that he is to come with them to see the Mutabir, who is ba- basically the chief of police or district attorney. What Seven. is he? I, I don't, I don't know. know, I didn't quite understand. Uh, he agrees to do with, uh, to go with them. Uh, but at first he has to tell plants to back off uh, that were springing to his defense. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. Shh, shh, shh. I got this. I got this. Don't it, worry it, about it. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, Briar <laughs> understands to not talk to cops, which everyone should take note. Um, so he he's like, what's my charge? <laughs> and the Mutabir's like, oh, do I have to? should I know? Is there a charge I should know about? And it's like, but, um, they, they do a whole rigmarole. Um, and the movie asks him why he was in Lady Zanadia's house. And Briar explains about the, the tree. Uh, the gist of the scene is that they are watching Lady Zanadia's house because she is connected to a bunch of disappearances over the last 10 years, including the last four agents they had spying from inside.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: um, the Mutabir tells Briar to let Evie go to the lady to spy from the inside, which incenses Briar, as they already said that the last four spies went missing. The Mutabir's mage recognizes Briar by name once he mentions Rosethorn, and she changes tactics to ask him very nicely <laughs> instead. Briar then gets to say, can I go now? Which is what you should always say to cops. <laughs> Two things you should, you should say. You should always say, am I free to leave? Yep. Am I free to leave? Um... <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, as as he leaves he wonders which stories of him and his sisters made it this far so that the mage would back off i mean even just one of them it's true. making it Brought making it there it, rose thorn back from the dead like you. no you, wait that one's the secret one yeah <laughs> no one we don't talk that about one. that one <laughs>
1: we promised a dedicate m-
0: moonstream we weren't going to yeah. fucking <laughs> no one talks about this ever at any time in our life later okay thanks Alright. cool yeah right what did they tell everyone because i mean she obviously she, got d- better. she has the brain d- well she has the slur still yes, because so of people fever. know they blame it on the fever okay okay <laughs> she had to like go through full on like speech therapy. Oh, yeah. And by the way, we haven't said it, but speak. she
1: does slur uh, quite a, a bit in this uh, book. Yeah. So it's, it's like, I, 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 I appreciate that consistency and yeah. um, honestly, and it's a disability. yeah, exactly. I, I appreciate it being there. Yeah, I
0: really appreciate it.
1: Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's my turn. Uh, chapter 13. <laughs> Briar returns home to find Evie was sent to her room and kept in with a magical barrier because she didn't listen to Rosethorn about not messing with the containers in her storeroom. In her defense, it was dangerous stuff she was messing with. Um, Rosethorn tells Briar she has to go out to the farms on the outer limits of the city and it will just be him and Evie for a few days. And she's like, are you guys going to be okay without me? Do you need to do this? Do you need to go stay with somebody? And he's just like, oh no, we'll, we've got it. We'll, it's, we'll be fine. And, and, and honestly... Single mother, Rose Thorne, asking her teenage son if, if he'll be good to watch his sister uh, over yeah. the weekend. And I just, I love it so much. It means nothing. But the I, again, the bits of domesticity. Um, sorry. Honestly, it's mostly just cute domesticity. Yeah. Uh, at the end of dinner, Rose Thorne is talking about getting them the hell out of Shimmer. And... <sighs> necessary for me. <laughs> um... You mean it? Evie asked, her chin and voice wobbly. You won't leave me and the cats here? Rosethorn took the napkin from her lap and folded it precisely. I won't leave the scrawniest, most vicious of those troublemakers in this bloodless, dying place, let alone you. She said quietly, without looking at Briar or Evie. I can't wait to scrub the dust uh, of shimmer from my skin. She just walks away. It's just like... You could pretend you weren't just, like heart melting but you are a liar miss rose <laughs> anyway i love them so much um after they clean up dinner briar gives evie a gift he got a fabric holder with the alphabet on it and in the pockets with the letters are stones the names of which correspond with letters um one evie is so happy with this gift especially being given something of her own because that's that's the main thing with like Honestly, and I, I, again, I appreciate Tammy keeping this because that is something like, especially with, um, it, with foster kids and, and you know kids in the system, kids, <laughs> um, they, having something of their own is just like a very grounding experience. And so, and then, so one, that's amazing. But then this is the sweetest gift that um, can ever be given ever, because it's he's teaching her and she loves to learn and and there's rocks and she loves rocks and he's like, oh, and don't worry, they're not filled with anyone else's magic because eventually when you start uh, doing that, you'll want to fill them with your own magic. And it's just so good. Anyway, I love Briar.
0: Evie and Briar are my children. Uh, Honestly, yes. And this, I just want to take care of them. I know. I I, think... I just, uh, I love them. Anyway. Um,
1: oh, and then I said in my notes, fight me for them. Uh, he teaches her for a bit before retiring to bed where he finds a cat waiting for him because they are now a house of cats. Like, Briar and Rosethorn have always been cats. I want to draw each of the three as cats. These are okay. my notes in parentheses. <laughs> Do it. I'm gonna. Um, now I want to, too. Right. <laughs> the next morning after Rosethorn leaves, Evie shows him that she remembers the letters and the stone names and most of what they're used for. Uh this isn't important, but Briar is real proud of her and realizes yet again how clever she is. Because he's just like, wow, she just she loves to learn and wow, you only have to tell her something once, and she'll <laughs> it's just like <laughs> he appreciates her so much. Um they're working on letters when Ayasha, you guys remember her, uh, shows up at the door. She says she and, and May were hit by the Gate Lords, and May needs help. He hesitates, but ultimately gives in. He puts a magical barrier up and tells Evie to stay inside. She does, but Briar forgets people in Shimmer travel along the roof. But we'll get back to that. Briar goes to May, and she is horribly beaten and unable to speak. Friar realizes Ayasha took off, and then that May's lack of speech is due to her being drugged. He gives her an antidote he keeps in his pack, and she tells him that the Vipers did this, not the Gate Lords, and uh, they are trying to get his Evie. She distinctly, she specifically says, your Evie, and I love it. Um, he does what he can for her, but d- decli- uh, but ooh, says he needs to get her to the water temple, water temple so a real healer can help. She declines and says that he needs to help Evie. Um, but he was not raised by winding circle to leave a patient because honestly, he's just like everyone that has everyone back home. So I just love an entire village raised these children. It's so good. Um, but anyway, they didn't raise him to leave behind a patient. Um, he will be able to sense Evie and she will be okay until he gets there. Um, Evie hears noises and knows it is the vipers coming to get her. They did something equivalent to chloroforming her and she, when she wakes up she is in a stone building surrounded by gang members. She bides her time and keeps assuring herself Briar will find her, but then she also asks herself since when has she ever needed to be saved? Uh, She struggles to make the rocks in the wall do her bidding, but she and she is near giving up when she just asks them, please do something! And the stones tell her, which even she's a little shook by that, they tell her all you needed to do was ask and uh, go flying at the people. Um, she does some damage, but isn't able to get away. They drug her again as they prepare to move her somewhere less dangerous for them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Whew. And now shit gets real. Yes. Yeah. the next two chapters. Yeah. Um, we've entered that part of a Tamara Pierce book where shit, this is, and Dane lost her temper. <laughs> yeah, Dane loses exactly. her temper. That, is, exactly. that is the energy of this book. This ending. Isn't it though? <laughs> oh, yes. Mm-hmm. It is 100% Dane loses her temper. Oh, yes. Um, after taking May to the Water Temple for healing, Briar heads to the Viper's Den. He sees gate lords out front and decides to use seed balls on them. They have these seed balls that he and Rose Thorn invented. You know, um, they have three different types. They have the type that's like, it turns into like, roots and, and ropes and ties people together. Um, another one has thorns. And just can just kill people. And then another one is like a stone breaking one. So, for like sieging castle walls, basically. Um, You know, just, you know, little great mage things. Um, (laughs) Just inventing these. Love it Um, so much. So, he uh, uses some uh, of the like rope seed balls uh, since he doesn't want Ebby to get hurt by them attacking. He's like, okay, you stay here. I have things to do. Um, <laughs> with the gate lords tied up by vines, Briar breaks into the den by waking up the wood in the door. He is so extra. He's like, he's just like, okay, yeah, you're alive again. And the the door just grows branches and stuff. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> um, I missed something here. However, I love, um, <clears throat> I, I completely missed an entire section uh and Mm -hmm. just pasted something else in instead um but briar walks in and is immediately basically jumped on by the vipers (laughs) i think i don't know yeah uh well whatever it is he tries uh to say something he's trying to talk to them and one of them attacks him after he asks a question uh you didn't answer you didn't answer briar chided stabbing isn't an answer uh (laughs) Like, oh <laughs> no, shit this him. kid's crazy <laughs> um, so Briar ties them all up in vines and leaves the den a jungle. He finds his match will tie to Evie and sees it going towards Lady Zanadia's house. Sheer spite made him wake in the back door, helping the dead oak to return to life. By the time its growth slowed to normal, both it and the front door tree would be as lar- would be large enough to bar the entrances permanently. As long as the vines planted there could get runners out into the sun, the den would be filled with a thorny tangle of greenery that would not take kindly to any attempt to clear it out. And that's just the energy for the rest of the book. Yep. On his way to the lady's house, he spots some of the watch and tells them that if they still want to know what's going on in the lady's house, (laughs) they'll be able to see soon enough. Um, And when they try to argue with him, uh, he sends a grapevine out to scare them. (laughs) Um, After a two hour trudge through the city, Raya reaches Lady Zanadia's house he empties a uh, stone-killing seed packet around the perimeter of the house and using extra powers that he has stored in his uh, shockin, which is a type of sm- of his pine, mm-hmm. the first miniature tree he had. You guys remember the shockin? Um, yeah, the Shaken. Um That also helped bring Rosethorn back to life. Just yeah. a reminder. Crosswalk. <laughs> <Haswell. laughs> exactly. Um, he wakes them all up to destroy the outer wall to the estate. After dealing with a few guards, Briar waltzes into the estate, greenery flowing in his way following in his wake. Eh flowing, why not? Whatever. <laughs> Briar walked as if he had the right to be there, hands in his pockets, following the large garden around the house. Grasses sprouted in his wake, and the burst of soaring green life rustling like the sweep of an imperial cloak. As he enjoyed the growing cool of the evening, Briar roused every plant and seed around him. People rarely crossed mages. It was his duty to remind the lady why tonight. <laughs> God, damn. Oh, Oh, just beautiful. Perfect. Just, okay. No notes. Evie wakes up in captivity and hears Ikram and the lady speaking outside the room. When she hears them say that they will keep her drugged if need be, she shoves all of her power into the stone walls around her so that they think she's tapped out. So they won't just drug her again. Once the lady comes in, Evie thinks fast and starts uh, thanking her for saving her. (laughs) Evie says that she wanted to come live with her, but Briar and Rosethorn wouldn't let her. She puts on the role of the greedy street urchin and tells Lady Zanadia everything she wants to hear. They were were making me do chores. (laughs) I wanted to come live here with you. After the lady and her mage leave, Evie calls her power back into her from the walls. As Briar is walking through the grounds, he smells rotten meat. As he looks around, he finds a human child's skull in the grass. He decides to protect the scene, just in case it's important. He's yeah. like, I won't just bury these bodies again, I'm just gonna, like, protect this yeah. so that you we know. can come back to this and investigate after I'm done with my current task. All right. <laughs> See? He's
1: focusing. He knows where he's going. Um, chapter 15. <laughs> Briar walks through the corpse garden, which now smells just lovely. Uh, he feels a rumble in his connection with Evie and can tell she is angry and surging with power. As he's lost in thought, Lady Z's mute tries to strangle him from behind, and then, um, when he steps on his foot and, and, like, tangles him up and stuff, uh, the, the Arms Master, or as he's referred to in this, this, the Swordsman or something like that, um... Uh, the Swordsman laughed when he saw Briar's knives. I have the advantage of you, boy, he-, he told Briar smoothly. I have reach and expertise. The mute shrieked, Its tongueless, his, tongueless mouth, <laughs> his tongueless mouth freezing, freeing a sound more like an animal than human. He screamed a second time. Third cry broke off in the middle. After that, the only sounds were the rattling of, br- of branches, growing rapidly, tearing flesh, and slow, wet drip. The swordsman could see it over Briar's shoulder. His eyes widened in horror. So Briar has his back, too. This fucking carnage going on. And just, that is that is some, um, that is some Hargreaves kids uh, shit right there. Yeah. Um, Briar didn't turn. He and Rosethorn had once defended winding circle from pirates using mixed seeds of thorny plants. The girls had given him their use of their magic to make the plants extra lethal. A similar mix of seeds had now been in the poc- The packet he'd tossed at the mute. Uh, Briar told the swordsman in a chatty tone, Four years ago, it took me and my three friends to work with this bit. He had to raise his voice to be heard over the crunch of the falling stone in the house. The trick is to make the stuff that grows so fast, it just goes clean through anybody on top of it. He grinned, showing teeth. I've learned a lot since then. I can do it by myself. Uh, Basically, then, um, I can do it to you, Briar said quietly. In fact, maybe I should. He reached into his kit. The swordsman fled, stumbling and thrashing his way through the rioting garden plants. He ran, not for the house, but for the gap in the vines. For the gap, the vines had torn in the back wall. Now Briar made himself look at the mute. He had killed the man, after all. He owed it to him to look at his work. Um, Anyway, I got Actually, off
0: I think that's a fantastic, that's a fantastic part to me. Uh, yes. That Briar is like, okay, it's I like, killed, I killed someone. I killed him. And I have to take responsibility for that fact and- Part of that is to look at it and see, I killed a person. And he, he also goes and looks at
1: the swordsman after he's killed him. And he's like, okay, well, that's done. Uh, I don't like this. kill the swordsman?
0: But yeah. No, the swordsman runs away, right? Uh,
1: he, he ends up, he, he walks forward and finds that he did end up
0: getting the swordsman after all, right? No. Okay. The swordsman runs that's- away and they're not going to be able to catch him, if I remember correctly.
1: Is it later? Because he talks about him being dead. Whatever. Um, I don't care. Again, the swordsman. Uh, not a big character. Like he's just he's, he's just there and then he's not, and you don't ever know the difference. Um, uh, Briar goes to keep looking for Evie only to have a stone wall blast outward toward him, and his student comes stumbling out. They reunite and I cry for my babies. Um Evie is out of juice, but tells Briar she's done. But, but Briar tells her, thank you, uh, that she's done plenty. It's like, yeah, no, you just kind of, um, you smashed your way out of there and I don't have to go get you. So that's like half the work done. Come on, let's keep going. Um, they, oh, the watch shows up and Evie wants to flee, but Briar assures her it's okay. They're mostly on their side. Um, which I really appreciate his, uh, you know, making sure to, Keep on point with that. Uh, It's like, they're kind of on our side.
0: Mm.
1: Um, At this current moment. Yeah, right. Uh, They they find uh, Lady Zenadia and she seems confident nothing will happen to her. She says no one cares about the dead street children from her garden, and Briar's like, want a bit." Then he tells her about the conversation he had with the Mutabir the day before. Uh, Lady Z asks for a moment alone, and Briar knows what's coming, but uh, they return to find her, Find she
0: has killed herself. He's like, very Poirot oh, of yeah. Tammy. Um, yeah. People just killing themselves instead. I loved uh, and, and And
1: I I just love the coldness of Briar's like, yeah, sure. And because Evie's yeah. like, behind Briar, she'll get away. And he's like, there's no, nowhere to go. It's fine. Let her yeah. take all the time she needs. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> I love him so much.
0: Um anyway, she killed herself. I love the fact my favorite part there is they find her, they fi- they go around, they oh. see her body and she obviously had tried to look like she had died serenely, mm-hmm. but a bit of foam in her mouth betrayed the illusion. Mm-hmm. It's like she couldn't go out with complete dignity and that would have that would have made her seethe so much. Right. So Sorry.
1: Um A few days later, Rosethorn returns to find Evie and Briar in some swanky new digs while one of Evie's cats gives birth. They got a bunch more cats now. Um, (laughs) uh, He tells her the Amir is footing the bill. uh, For the short time, they're still in town. With mommy home, Briar finally admits he's not sleeping after all the death from Lady Z's house. Not the ones he killed. The ones he didn't get to save. Uh, she admits she has the same kinds of dreams. I'm sitting here like, God damn. Battle yeah. magic is going to be
0: so rough. Um, battle magic is so rough. So mad. I um, haven't been able to reread it at all. I know. Since that first time we read it. No. I'm like, it's... Mm. Enough of it's yeah. seared into my brain, apparently. Because, like, honestly, yeah. I found that I had
1: apparently placed a lot of scenes from that in this book. Oh. <laughs> um,
0: no. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. I can't, I can't think about that old magic right now. No. Um, they leave Shemur three days later. Evie has her cats and her stone
1: alphabet on her camel and is just so pleased as, as she should be. And Briar can only think about how much he wants to introduce her to his sisters. And I'm dead and I don't want to live anymore. I just.
0: I love, I love them. It's so good. So yeah, that was the book.
1: Um. I, I like how character. back to back, like we okay. get. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to. Uh, we get Sandry does some. Ah, here I go killing, and then um, Briar does at the end of his too, and it's just like they're Oh god, yeah, all of them, huh? Yeah. At least the first three.
0: No, everyone in this book, everyone in this, it's like a huge part of Trista's, this series. Okay, because I don't remember. is is I've killed someone now, and I have to deal with that. That is like the thesis, and the will entire- of the empress is going to be so fun. Um. <laughs> but it is kind. Of, it the entire like series is based on the premise of sometimes you have to do shit that is yeah. wrong, even though like you, you have to. Yeah. Um. So, I think that that's a really it, It's a very interesting thesis for a middle grade fiction. Yeah. Um. <laughs> just I I love it. Absolutely, um, it's, cause like the first one, the first set of books is very much family is who you make it. Yeah. And it's also, you have to treat children with respect. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: and, and just that trauma can happen to literally anybody. Yeah. It's bad literally things anyone. happen yeah. and sometimes they keep happening
0: and that's just yep. a part of it. And it, it just... <laughs> It has everything to do with, with what you can control. Yeah. And those are your actions. And this really drives that home, and it goes more in depth on the, you know, your actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you have to take um, into account what can happen if you don't do it. It's a very, yeah. very, like, when you're talking about, uh, I don't want to say it's <laughs> utilitarianism, but... It kind of is in the way of, like, the ends justify the means, Mm -hmm. right? You're going to kill someone because if you don't kill them, then it will cause the suffering of more and more people. Yeah. Um, The entire thing is just about the trolley problem. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, what was our, our favorite character part? I mean, Evie. Evie. What am
1: I talking yeah, about? Literally ch- Evie does. Evie. Yeah, literally Evie and Evie and Evie and more Evie. And then also some
0: Briar and Rosethorn and Evie. Yeah, that's uh, true. They're all um, just so good. This really is the Evie yeah. show, though. It is the Evie show. Um, and what else? I kind of felt like. Is there any? And mm-hmm. and, I, and it's not like a bad
1: thing. It's just uh, the other characters didn't really get much characterization. Like we did get some with um, Lady Zanadia and and Ikram. Ikram.
0: Oh, that reminds me. You didn't even say. Oh yeah. It, Ikram died. was like, oh, I'm so, I'm so drained. And then Ikram tries to come out, and she fucking brains him. Yeah. Like she kills him yeah, with I a didn't rock. I did that part. <laughs> and she was like, guess I still had some. <laughs> <laughs> that's before they go to ladies <laughs> and Audia, and but, yeah. she, she's
1: like but i w- still wish i could have done more and he's like that's mm-hmm. my girl uh
0: she's like jesus christ jesus christ <laughs> i love it you know it's when you have a, a, a house full of great mages yeah like it is just it is what it is um okay such an important question though now ladies and Audia, smash your pass
1: I pass. I, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to pass.
0: Um, yeah. Mutabir. <laughs> <have to> <laughs> I'd smash. Pass
1: right the hell up. <laughs> really?
0: She describes him as being like
1: deep uh, yes. voice and no, very absolutely.
0: like. Absolutely. Uh, I'm like. I feel like it's literally just the cop thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I can see that. Um, the swordsman smash or pass. I don't even have a. I
1: told you he's a shadow in my mind. So. I don't know, maybe smash. Who knows? I'd probably pass.
0: <laughs> really depends. <laughs> I don't think there are any other adults in this book. There world. aren't really. It's 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 a lot of, of teenage girls flirting with Briar. It's it's a delight. Oh, and at one point, oh my gosh. Evie <laughs> uh, is like, well, I can't pay you back for these things. And I'm not going to lie on my back for you just to get... And he's like girl, I like them um, uh, older and, and, and uh, fatter. And fatter. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know like, it. I, yep. <laughs> he knows that fat bottom girls do make the rocking world go round. <laughs> But Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, that's that book. Um, and Street Magic. Yes. What are we going to read next month? Or... This
1: month, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Next time we meet, we will have read Cold Fire.
0: (laughs) That is 100% the first time you said that. Definitely. Yes, 100%. I was kind of thinking it's my birthday month, guys, which Mm -hmm. means the entire month is my birthday. Um, I hope you guys understand that October is Risa time. (laughs) And that's just how life is. It's it's my birthday, you know, (laughs) the whole month. Um, But, you know, I think it would be fun to talk about cold fire on my birthday. Um, mean, so if we don't yeah. do that, still buy me presents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pretty much. Um, so yeah, that's what we, we just talked about this for an hour and a half. So <sighs> Ray, uh, it, again, if you guys think about wanting to support us, don't do that. Instead go support Tammy, <laughs> help her uh, write books by yep. supporting her on patreon.com slash Tamra Pierce. Yeah. So, yeah, as a reminder, I'm Risa. And I'm Ariana. And uh, we want to remind you guys to keep on reading.